You're listening to the Verizon Insights Podcast. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Verizon or any other entity mentioned in the podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Joe Maglita, Principal at Maglita Communications, former Vice President of the Market Experts Group at Ziff Davis Enterprise and a contributing editor for CIO Magazine. Joining us today is Brian Sarton, Executive Director of Verizon Global Security Services. In the next few minutes, we'll highlight findings from the Verizon 2016 Data Breach Investigations Report and offer some ways to better protect your organization. The 2016 report covers over 100,000 incidents and 2,260 confirmed breaches from 82 countries. Brian, welcome. Good morning, Joe. Thank you. So let's get down to it. What are some of the headlines from this year's report, Brian? It's our ninth report, and every year we try to take a little bit of a different slice at the threat landscape. And there's no question about the role of spear phishing and how that is playing a big part, especially on the initial intrusions of most types of cyber attacks these days. The use of malware in conjunction with phishing is starting to really illustrate to us that humans are now the slowest in the herd, if you will, from a vulnerability perspective. In other words, people are the easiest targets in a cyber attack. So we talk a lot about that and really lay out the science on what that means today and, of course, what to do about it. But for the real statisticians and data gurus, we have the use of the attack graphs this year. In this case, you can start to look at this total data set that we have, hundreds of thousands of incidents, more than 2,000 confirmed data breaches. And we found a scientific way to boil those down to a series of playbooks, if you will, meaning the sequential sets of moves from pre-attack research to initial point of intrusion to identifying targets of interest within the victim's enterprise to finding ways to exfiltrate that data, subsequent points of entry, and so forth. And we have a brilliant visual method of illustrating those in true color. And it's fantastic. I hope our readers have uh, as much fun reading it as we did putting it together. So now that we've got a general overview of this year's findings, let's bring in Chintan Gohill, Verizon's Manager of Professional Services for Manufacturing, to take a closer look at some of the challenges to the manufacturing industry. Chintan, welcome. We're going to use a tag team approach here. Uh, We'll have Brian Sarton highlight the top challenges in manufacturing based on this year's report. And then Chintan will suggest some ways to counter this year's most pressing threats. So if you look from a broader incident angle, denial of service and cyber espionage are unquestionably by far and away the greatest threats that you see in manufacturing. However, when you go into breaches, you see cyber espionage, uh, privilege misuse, again, the misuse and abuse of privileges, and uh, of course, web application issues, particularly your internet-facing web applications being the greatest source of the problem there. Now, cyber espionage, you know, you're talking about specialty threat actors coming from far more different types of pockets around the world these days. Generally, they're after data that gives them some form of leverage or advantage, and anybody who has, in particular, trade secrets, intellectual property, and large quantities. These are those traditional victims. But it's not just the IT or information technology sides of these enterprises that are the targets. It's also critical infrastructure, especially in manufacturing. It's not just IT, it's OT. It's the smart sensors, the devices, the robotics, and so forth that control, operate, and manage the manufacturing floors, the supervisory control and data acquisition, or SCADA, You might have attacks that target the IT end of the business, but if they find their way into the OT side of a manufacturer, it sets the stage for not only a data breach, but also the ability for the threat actors to deny, disrupt, or destroy that victim's ability to do business. And when that happens, that's a huge concern. 
As companies deploy smart sensors, these smart sensors and smart controls are going to be able to impact things like flow and pressure in the critical infrastructure space. And companies are deploying these technologies to improve operating equipment efficiency. And what companies want to do is bring in an ecosystem of players to be able to control their processes, both their OEM manufacturers, people that are making these controls and flow devices and smart sensors. They want to give them access to an unprecedented level of data into the environment so that they can tell third-party analytics to say, hey, you know that boiler over there that may be experiencing some problems and you may need to look at it right away. And in that case, the web app attack is also an area of concern for manufacturers because it's going to increase the ability or the surface area because manufacturers are not going to give access to a whole bunch of information through web environments to partners and other third-party providers. So from what you're saying, it seems like this is an area that ought to be of increasing concern to manufacturers as we add smarter controls to processes. It is, unquestionably. You have new types of technologies, Internet of Things, OT, operational technology, industrial control systems into the manufacturing enterprise. These new technologies, be it sensors or otherwise, are getting connected. They're hyper-connected. And that connectivity naturally brings with it the potential avenue of intrusion and vulnerabilities. And most concerning in manufacturing are when you start looking at connecting new devices and new technologies into the OT end of the enterprise. Suddenly, you're also adding connectivity and making older conventional applications, sometimes industrial control systems that have been there and operational in the enterprise for years, you know, you're making those suddenly visible to the outside world and the rest of your IT environment. These are 10 and 15 year old applications. So just massive vulnerabilities. So let's turn to solutions here for a moment. What are some steps that organizations and people listening today can take to begin to better protect themselves? Manufacturers are asking us, hey, as I go from maybe a few hundred connected devices to thousands and potentially in some cases even millions of devices, and even if a very small percentage of those potentially millions of endpoints are smart, they have a potential to be breached, endpoint protection in that case becomes very, very critical. What tools are you going to need in terms of monitoring and responding? So you need very specific endpoint protection capabilities in a manufacturing environment. And then number two, you need the ability to integrate your network monitoring and your SOC and your security monitoring, and then be able to make sense of the logging that you're pulling from these two environments. Well, that's about all we have time for. Thanks to our guests, Brian Sarton, Executive Director of Verizon Global Security Services, and to Chintan Gohill, Verizon's Manager of Professional Services for Manufacturing. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us today. To get your copy of the Verizon 2016 Data Breach Investigations Report, visit verizonenterprise.com forward slash DBIR 2016. That's verizonenterprise.com forward slash DBIR 2016. As always, find us on Twitter at VZ Enterprise or on LinkedIn. Have a great rest of your day.